Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Advisors in Jeans. Today I have Damien Conforti, he's a uh, member of the firm uh, Mandelbaum Salzburg, and he heads up their government enforcement and white collar crimes practice group. He defends corporate and individual clients from governmental investigations, professional misconduct allegations, and criminal charges brought by the U.S. Attorney's Office, State Attorney General, District Attorneys, and regulatory and licensing boards such as the Board of Medical Examiners, the Financial Regulatory Authority that we know as FINRA, and the Division of Consumer Affairs. Now, he routinely represents healthcare practitioners, accountants, attorneys, security brokers, government officials, and other professionals. So why do we have him on today? Today, I want to talk about we're in the situation of coronavirus. And uh, interesting enough, the Patriots just sent a plane load of masks to help out the cause. And there's a lot going on with the conversation around from both the retail and the distribution side of products that are need, needed for, uh, for, for healthcare uh, individuals who are uh, professionals who are, are in need of all of these personal protective uh, uh, masks and eyewear and, and the such. So um, Damien's gonna talk a little bit about price gouging. So as a distributor, how um, there's a new law in place that talks about price gouging. And he's also gonna talk about uh, what's been going on from a consumer side. So that this way we know that the people who are taking care of our sick individuals are, uh, are, are actually being taken care of themselves. So Damien, talk to us a little bit about what's going on here with, um, you know, with this price gouging. So what you're seeing a lot of, Bobby, and first of all, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here, is you're seeing a lot of uh, products now being flooded into the market, whereas prior to COVID-19 uh, pandemic, you wouldn't see these types of products. Um, that runs the gamut from N95 masks all the way up to uh, the more sensitive and expensive equipment such as ventilators. And with that comes increased regulation and concern. Uh, obviously, these are items that are in high demand for healthcare workers and, and people on the front lines uh, at our different hospitals and healthcare facilities. So uh, first and foremost, uh, everyone at the state and federal level is looking to get those really uh, essential items that are in high demand to into the proper hands and, and have them used where needed. You're also seeing it at the consumer level. There's a lot of fear and concern. And, and, and with that, there are uh, recommendations to use protective uh, personal equipment, um, whether it be just in your daily life or if you are one of these frontline workers. So I mentioned increased regulation. What states attorneys general and uh, the United States uh, attorney general is looking at is uh, what are the prices of these items? What are the prices that uh, we saw prior to the pandemic and what are the prices now? And they take a look at those two uh, factors uh, and determine whether or not there is what we uh, call price gouging or hoarding of inventory uh, to drive up the prices and charge an unfair or unconscionable amount to the consumer. Kind of those guys that we saw on social media and the news that had gone on Amazon after driving around and picking up truckloads of sanitizer. I mean, it even goes down to uh, retail items such as that, right? That, that's absolutely correct. Um, you'll see, um, for instance, 
uh, an Amazon store that may have sold cell phone cases up until two or three weeks ago is now offering N95 masks. Um, that's a, you know, an immediate red flag for law enforcement personnel who are uh, interested in one, getting those masks to the proper people and the people who actually need them, and then two, protecting the consumer who may be interested in buying that mask for personal uh, consumption and use. So now if you're, um, let's say you are that cell phone provider that changed over to N95 masks, uh, is there any authority that the state has to come and seize that property? Or is that, uh, what, what's, what's the dynamic there to, to really enforce this other than fines and penalties? Well, that, there are fines and penalties that uh, are associated with the sale and distribution of uh, equipment and protective devices such as masks. And, and what you really need to be aware of, both as the consumer uh, and as a potential distributor in supply chains, are the bulletins that are put out by various states' attorney generals uh, and at the federal level on um, what their powers are and what they're going to be looking at. And that's evolving each day. Here in New Jersey, uh, we just saw Governor Murphy issue a mandate last Friday that anybody who had inventory of these devices or protective equipment was required to report it to the state by 5 p.m. this past Friday. And um, I think there's a lot you can read into that. One is the state needs to know where to go get it uh, or get the equipment when, when and if it becomes needed um, mm -hmm. by the, uh, the appropriate healthcare providers. And two, they want to know what are people doing to distribute these? What are what prices are they selling them at? What are they actually distributing? Um, there's a lot of concern out there now when you have, again, to take the example of someone who typically runs an Amazon store, jumps into this type of market suddenly, what is their product actually? Is it what they say it is? And, and that may not be known to the actual distributor. Um, they're looking at a chance to uh, perhaps profiteer or just keep their business running they're grabbing whatever they can get and then putting it into the stream of commerce, sometimes sight unseen. So then uh, you don't even know, or, the, or the, the, the receiver of these goods doesn't even know if they're of the appropriate quality. And because they're in such a distressed need for these things, they must be just picking them up where they can and pushing them out, which is essentially putting them at risk. Yeah, and that's where that's where you're exactly right. And that's what consumer protection is, is so is so vital here and, and where the consumer really needs to be educated um, on on what they're uh, what they're actually purchasing. And, and I think the key is, um, you know, like all things, if it doesn't feel right, doesn't sound right, or maybe it's too good to be true, take a harder look at it. Look at who you're buying from. Um, talk to your physicians, talk to uh, talk to law enforcement, talk to uh, anybody who you think would have an educated opinion on this that you would, you would know to be a trusted source before diving in. And I know that's difficult because they are uh, high in demand and supply is short, but you have to protect yourself. And then also at the corporate level, if you're going to be a distributor in the supply chain, you've really got to look out for what you're putting out into the stream of commerce, both price-wise and quality-wise. So now I, I know Murphy had come out and he had made a statement. There's a special place in hell for people like this that, you know, take advantage of, of, of these COVID um, people who have been affected by COVID. And uh, so we know that New Jersey here has this. Is this 
also federal because we've also seen on the news uh, some statements about the ventilators and the pricing of the ventilators being astronomical and um, is this being enforced federally or is it state by state? It is. President Trump uh, issued an executive order giving the Department of Justice and Attorney General William Barr the power to look into uh, price gouging uh, issues during this declared national emergency and various state of emergencies throughout the states. And, and what the Department of Justice is going to be do, uh, doing is they're going to be looking under the hood um, and they're going to have the ability and the right to issue subpoenas and take other investigative efforts to look at what's being put into the stream of commerce. Um, and if, if you are in that supply chain, that's something you have to be very aware of. Uh, it's something to be, um, you know, really uh, making sure that you understand what you're doing and what the government is doing uh, to sort of look over your shoulder. All right. So if we were to switch gears a little bit from the consumer to the distributor, and we start to look at the business owner that maybe has an opportunity here um, to increase production or output or, uh, you know, change their, uh, their product line uh, distribution. We've seen a lot of different companies that have been changing from, and we'll use the automotive industry. We, Elon Musk is changing uh, some of his factories to create ventilators, the same thing with, uh, with GM and, uh, we know that uh, 3M has uh, created uh, X amount of masks over what they had originally uh, been creating. So if we look on the distributor side and price gouging, what does what constitutes price gouging? And how does a great how, question? How, how is this all on the on that side of the business? It's a great question, Bobby, and it's one that's not easily answered depending upon where you are and where you're putting the product into the stream of commerce. Each state has its own definitions of what amounts to price gouging during a declared state of emergency. And as I mentioned before, the federal government is also going to be taking a close look at, at what people are distributing and at what prices to make their determination as to whether or not they're going to investigate a distributor. Um, it can range from here in New Jersey, the, uh, the sort that is utilized is, is there a 10% increase or more in the price that's being, um, so that the, the item is being sold at during the pandemic as opposed to just shortly before the pandemic. Not all states use that sort of uh, clear cut benchmark. Um, they'll look at uh, whether or not they consider the price or the practices, if it's not just the price, the practices that are being instituted to distribute these products to look at whether or not they're considered to be unconscionable is, is the common term that you're seeing um, through, throughout the states. And, and that's, again, you know, not an easily defined term. Uh, it's one that is going to be very fact-specific to each state um, and each state's attorney general when they're reviewing and, and analyzing who is, in fact, engaged in price gouging. So you know, we would brought up masks, we brought up ventilators, we even brought up sanitizer. What, we, we're talking about items in a state of emergency. What is really included in that whole batch of items? What, what's a, what's a, uh, an item that would be considered for price gouging, being the retailer and feeling like, am I, am I getting price gouged for this? And even from the distributor being like, what, what is it that I can charge? 
what are those items that we're really looking at and, and really um, uh, holding under the microscope other than the ones that we hear all the time? It's a pretty expansive list. And again, it's not one that's easily identified as you go state to state and then you look at federal scrutiny. The, the thing to keep in mind when you're, when you're answering that question and thinking about it is the goal of these different attorney generals, uh, and that is consumer protection. So, so, so and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but just, just to get some clarification, I go to the supermarket because the supermarket is swamped paper towels that are usually 12 bucks a case are now $30 a case. Is that price gouging? Yes, it can be. Even paper uh, towels. Even paper towels. Right. Doesn't have to be a, a, a piece of medical equipment uh, or a personal protection uh, device. What they're looking at is, are you taking advantage of the consumer and are you taking advantage of the situation? We saw this uh, during Hurricane Sandy, Hurricane Katrina. Um, it's no different now. Um, if, if you know uh, that there is uh, an item that's in, in high demand and there's a shortage and you can drive up your prices, that's what state's attorneys general are, are interested in, protecting the consumer in a time of need. And it's, uh, for obvious reasons, it makes sense. So what else is the consumer should we be paying attention to? Because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot here um, that's opened up my eyes and, and it's from the sense of it's not just medical equipment. It could be a dozen eggs. It could be toilet paper. We're in the great toilet paper famine of 2020. This is impactful. I mean, this could be any item that's deemed to be something that is taking advantage of a consumer in a time of crisis. Well, and the consumer uh, is, is really the, the real guardian here uh, and the one who is, is helping out uh, law enforcement. Con from the consumer's perspective, uh, if, uh, if you become aware of a situation or you, you feel as though uh, you're being taken advantage of, there are, are plenty of hotlines that have been made available to report that. Uh, whether it be reporting where uh, where you purchase the item, or uh, if you're aware of of just like we see scams that are being run to take advantage of people during disaster times, um, you know you report that as well. So what the consumer needs to be aware of is, um, you know, it's it's doing their part. Uh, just like see something, say something. It's also um, for your own personal protection, being aware of, of what you're actually consuming, like we talked about before. If I feel I need an, an N95 ventilator mask to go to the grocery store later today, where am I getting that mask from? Uh, is it a trusted source? Is it somebody who just happened, I happened to stumble upon when I Googled it, and, and now I can get it at a, at a real cheap price? Um, you know, so there, there are red flags that unfortunately are, are not obvious, um, but it's, it's what you have to be aware of and, and follow the guidelines that are put out there. Um, now those, now because they are state by state, those guidelines can be found on what your state government website or where, where's, yes. so if I'm looking for one of those phone numbers and I'm saying, I, I feel like I've been price gouged and I have the, uh, you know, the, the appropriate proof to submit, who would I be? Where's my first stop to check? So you want to look at your attorney, your state's attorney general website, Division of Consumer Affairs, Division of Consumer Protection, anything that relates to the protection of the consumer. And as those different uh, offices are entitled 
from state to state. You can also take a look at the Department of Justice website uh, and, and, uh, and any other federal sites that deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. There are a lot of informational sheets, if you will, that are out there uh, for the consumer to be aware of. But again, it's, um, you know, it's, it does boil down to common sense a lot of times. And what you're seeing, you know, uh, it, it should raise red flags. Uh, you know, if, if somebody all of a sudden on the corner is happened to be selling masks, you know, that's an obvious one. Um, but when you're, when you're really, when you're on the internet, that's, that's really where you're going to see a lot of these scams perpetrated. Okay. So any parting words of wisdom that you would like to uh, make sure that you have our listeners and viewers uh, understand before we, uh, before we, we separate ways? Yeah, I think uh, two things. If you're on the distributor side, if you're a part of the supply chain, know the regulations. Um, if your uh, supplier who's above you at the top of the chain is commanding a, uh, a really exorbitant price for a significant markup, you know, call counsel, call, call your attorney, figure out before you take uh, the action of putting that item into the stream of commerce, you know, whether or not it makes sense. If you're running a pharmacy or a store and you're receiving these items at a high markup, Again, seek an opinion before you put that out there on the shelf for the consumer. And then for the consumer, um, try to learn and, and know as much as you can about what you're purchasing and from who you're purchasing it. Great. And that's great, great wisdom. I mean, we're always trying to look at where we can get the best bargain and we go on to these uh, massive websites like an Amazon or an eBay and we try to look for sometimes the cheapest option and uh, we don't really know where it's coming from. I mean, I, I bought a ad, thing of Advil on, on Amazon. And when my wife looked on the Amazon account, she said, it's not even a store. That's like a person. You just bought Advil from a person. And I ended up throwing okay. the garbage and buying a new one because I said, I don't really feel comfortable taking Advil. And somebody may have had in their, you know, in their drawer that they decided to sell on Amazon. I did not realize that. I just clicked on the button. Oh, yeah, add that to my cart. And, and thank, thank God for the common sense of your wife. <laughs> well, for a lot more than just the Advil story. <laughs> hey, listen, thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Again, Damien Caforti with Mandelbaum Salzburg. Um, you know, he really heads up the firm's government enforcement and white collar crimes practice group. I hope that he has brought some good information. And if you have any further questions, we're going to have his information reach out to him, drop him, drop him an email, make a phone call out to his office. He's always around to answer quick questions to help him and see if he can figure out a way that, um, that he can bring some more value to your, to your lives. Again, advisors and jeans, Damien, thank you very much. Stay safe. Have a great weekend and contact us with any questions. We're going to be here for you. Thanks. Thank you, Bobby.